Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. I'm joined this week during uh, Championship Sunday uh, is my friend Quilty. How you doing, Quilty? Hi. Hey, yo, how are you? Great. Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. And uh, also, welcome back, Glenn. How you doing, Glenn? Very well. Thank you. Uh, Glenn, you are welcome on the program this week and uh, most weeks as well, but especially because you are the winner of the... Uh, Everyman Sports uh, Fantasy Football League. So congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Um, you came. You squeaked in seven and seven in the playoffs. I was the lowest seed to make the playoffs. Took out the top seed first week and smooth sailing from there. There you go. Good for you. Uh, anything you want to say as the champion this year? Um, that much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think about whether I want to talk about. Some pickups that I made that actually sure, let me go for it. take the championship week. What's something that you felt was you really helpful to you? I, you know what? I can't remember what my roster looked like on the last week, but <laughs> I, do, I do know that I picked up like four free agents the last week. Yeah, and I think I had three or four guys that scored thirty points plus, and like three of them were free agents. So that was uh, felt good. I understand the reason why people don't play week seventeen. Yeah. Uh, however, this league, I wanted to do it because it's something to keep the interest. Yeah. You, you do it for sixteen weeks. I think uh, Zach Ertz was my MVP. I picked him up off the the waiver wire, and he had like forty points in the last week, something like that. Yeah. Once he got healthy, he played really yeah, well. He had three touchdowns or something like that in week seventeen. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for uh, for your contributions to the league this year. Thank you. Um, but here we are during Championship Sunday as the Falcons are pummeling uh, the Packers. I think the current score is, what, 44 to... It's uh, all of it 21, basically. 44-21. We're about halfway done in the uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, it, um, I mean, coming into the game, uh, we were pretty sure this was going to be an offensive shootout. I didn't realize, and I don't think most people realized, that the Falcons' defense was just serviceable enough to stop uh, what had been quite the hot streak for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I mean, eight straight wins uh, all the way back to uh, week seven of the um, I got to tell season. you, I'm, we're watching this game today, and like, I got to question some of play calling on the Packers' side. When they, when they got down 17 nothing. And they're not throwing the ball deep at all. No. And they and they have Cobb and they have Nelson on the outside, and they're throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Jordy ended up starting this game. Yeah. Uh, uh, much has been ballyhooed about his broken ribs. He's got military-grade Kevlar on his ribs. And uh, he came out on the first drive, and they were doing it really well. But, I mean, the only thing that was going to stop either of these teams were turnovers and penalties, and the turnovers have been happening. So yeah, absolutely. It, Packers killed themselves today. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look very good for them. Um, so that's the first game that's going on. I mean, Falcons are going to close out the Georgia Dome winners, and they're going to go to Houston. There's you know no what? I'm there. I'm glad that we've got some new blood representing the NFC. It... I heard a stat, uh, and I talked about this on a podcast, 16 of the last 14 AFC representatives have either been Manning, Brady, or Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they, them and Flacco are the only ones who have been in the Gannon. Super Bowl. Well, uh, well since, since the 90s, I mean – well, since 2001. Well, since, since 2000, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, as my son makes an appearance in the <laughs> back, I'm going to begin here. Uh, yeah, Connor, what do you think of this game? What do you, what's your opinion? Um, 
I like pink. Yes. Yeah. I understand that. I'm for you. I get you. I don't think pink's uh, in the lineup today, but yeah. You just kick that field goal. So, uh, so 41, 30, Randall 21. Pink so. Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just a, a, I don't know. I mean, look, the defense of the Packers wasn't good. Um, it just, this is like the greatest show on turf part two. They're a very good football team. Uh, now they're, this is, they're going to play well in the Super Bowl. Now this is being recorded prior to uh, the the late game, Pack um, Patriots Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a Patriots fan, very much so. Uh, yeah. I am not. I'm not either. <laughs> Neither am I. Uh, you're I'm a Giants fan. Wolf I'm a here. Giants fan. And so I thank you for your contributions as well. Ooh, Giants. Um, but really, uh, I mean, what what worries you the most in that game as a Patriots fan? Um. Playing down to expectations. The the Patriots are a very good football team, but sometimes yes. they have, on occasion, played down to their opponent. And I think they're I think they're better than Pittsburgh. And I just want to make sure that they they play to their own level, and they don't play down. Well, well I, I mean, I think they're better than Pittsburgh too. But yeah. uh, I'm just hoping that somehow they reach <laughs> down deep inside. It'd be nice. It'd I be mean, nice. Pitts, did Pittsburgh score a touchdown last week? No, they did no, not. they didn't they score did, a touchdown. They did not. So. And the Patriots have, you know, they're they're notorious for not giving up a lot of points. Of the four teams that were left prior to the start of today, um, I think it was obvious that the Patriots had the best defense. Yeah. Now, say what you will about this Falcons defense after the fact and currently giving it a hot take as a pretty good defense to stop somebody like Aaron Rodgers. But Packers were a little debilitated at wide receiver. Much mm-hmm. was talked about with Adams being injured with an ankle. Allison was injured. It was a. Yeah, I think Montgomery's been banged up for a few weeks as well. And Montgomery can't left the game. Rapkowski Rip- yeah. fumbled at least twice. Once as a turnover. Once they so. called. Once they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean the 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 deficiencies of the Packers have been c- coming through, but still, the Patriots still have a good enough defense. Um, they're they're no slouch on offense either. No, uh, of course not. I mean, you never know where they're going to get their points. So long as Bennett nor Hogan leave the field, even Mitchell. I know much has been talked about how Mitchell is been is active for today, and he's going to play. Right. Uh, he's he's been out for a few weeks. He's a really good young receiver. Uh, it's about time Belichick finally got us a good young receiver. Yes. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah. Um, so that's so that's the and game. You know who is inactive today? Michael Floyd. I don't know if you saw that. He was inactive. He's inactive today. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm very shocked by that. Well, uh, yeah, there was some rumblings that I saw on Twitter. A lot of people are questioning why he's inactive today. But uh, you know what? He directly contributed to two big turnovers last week. So, and he was obviously <laughs> going to be the type of person who would just come in at the end. Who's, and who's the Steelers? Um, their big running back. Um, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. 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 Love him. I'm guessing that they're going to have to. They're going to try to uh, eliminate that. First, right? Um, as far well, as yeah. Well, well you got to stop the run, and he's he's one that they stop as they bring in a uh, backup quarterback for Rodgers. For Rodgers? Yeah, Rodgers is out. Mercifully. Brett yeah, Hudley? Huntley? Um, Huntley, I mean, yeah. the, this, uh, unless uh, a Frank Wright is going to happen again. Um, no. Frank Wright or Frank Rich? I forget. I Reich, think it's Reich. 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 Yeah. Frank Reich. Yeah. Maryland. Now, uh, moving on from football for a minute, uh, moving over to baseball real quick. Um, as as of this recording, uh, pretty sad news coming out of the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. and I, I think only the Dominican Republic. But two former major league, pl- well, two major league players, one former, one current. Uh, Yadani, uh, Yadano, Yordano Ventura, the pitcher Ventura, for the yeah, yeah the pitchers for the Royals, passed away in a car accident. Oh 
wow. Yes. And yeah, that and, was early this morning. And Andy Marte, a uh, former Indians farmhand that had played a little bit in the in the majors. He got he died as well in a separate uh, incident. Yeah, two, two coincidental but unfortunate accidents. Yeah, just really sad. I mean, this is coming off the heels of Jose Fernandez's death earlier in the uh, the year. So, yeah. it, you know, it's just sad that, uh, you know, especially really good young players. Um, yeah. Just good uh, young yeah, people, and I mean young people oh, in general. I mean, just absolutely. So awful. that's been, it's been pretty noteworthy today. Um, talking about um, the, uh, I want to get your takes, both of you, on the Hall of Fame oh. balloting. Oh, okay, yeah. Now, um, as a Yankee fan, if I may ask yeah. you, uh, how do you feel about Posada falling oh, off? Oh, I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. No, uh, neither do he's I. He's not a Hall of Fame player. No, I disagree. Can I, can he I he was you? a great player for the Yankees, yeah. of course, and like you know we loved him, but. Uh, Right. No, I, just I think he's got a shot to make the Yankees Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, but not I could the see Baseball you, Hall of Fame. No, I could see him record, uh, retiring his number. Makes Probably. sense. It's yeah, possible. I, mean. I what I am very happy with is that finally next year we're going to get all the ballots public. I think yes. it should have been like that's, that that's for years. Yeah. I think it should have been like that for years. So do you think? Do you think next year is the year that uh, you see somebody like Barry Bonds get in? Maybe not next year. I think he's three years away. You're getting close. They're getting, getting very, very, very close. close. Him and Clemens both are mm-hmm. getting really close. Look, you let you let Sealigan, who you know, he was the warden when all this was going on. Bagwell's right? in. Bagwell was in. a big, what? big name there. A, a big name, but here's the thing: in a big name, in what? Okay, they never caught him, but I mean, the guy's questionable. But but the, his numbers are not are not questionable. He's got he had a Hall of Fame career without a doubt. He, One of the best first basemen ever. He never changed his size. He never changed. He didn't. He never changed. He was always the same size. And he, so you're saying that maybe he was always sturdy. He could have been. <laughs> but here's the thing. I have no evidence. I I'm just playing devil's, devil's advocate here. I know, but at least. Look, somebody with like Pudge, like Ivan Rodriguez, yeah. you know, Canseco named him in that. It was like a how could you not like just because he right. said his name, we we take that as uh, a bit of a, um, uh, you know, just like an absolute. Yeah. But nothing with Bagwell other than like, well, I wasn't directly like at least Canseco was there in Texas yeah. with Pudge, so at least he might have an insight. But so the, how about? Just because Kinsega was in the same state as Bagwell doesn't mean... So what's interesting is, as Bonds goes up in votes, Sosa yes. is going to probably be off the ballot in, within the next two years. And that's really just because he was he was caught in yeah. in the public eye of... Uh, and I uh, think that like for Sosa and McGuire, they had obviously that, that one year was uh, their, you know, their year when... 98, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. St- he's still like, a 600 I, home, yeah, home I know. hitter, I, though. I just never, like... I, maybe it was just me, but I, I, other than other than that year, I never really thought I was. They weren't like they never struck me as like superstars or people. I mean, I know they were big stars, but like yeah. I don't know. I, I, for me, if it's a Hall of Fame player, should like it should be somebody that like transcends the game a little bit. You know, I don't know somebody well, who uh, well, even, I, even people who like like may not know baseball. At least like they know that name. Like that's somebody that's uh, and they, that's not always the case. Well, but unfortunately, there's no super Hall of Fame. Right. Right. Like the what whatever you consider the Hall of Fame to be after all these many years and of yearly balloting and basically of many years of going well we got to put somebody in mm. you for many it what the Hall of Fame is has uh, dropped dramatically right and drastically as to what is a Hall of Famer um, people even have sneered at somebody like Burt Blylevin getting in a couple years ago 
Um, some even question why Barry Larkin is in the Hall mm. of Fame. But you can even go back further back than then and wonder why are these certain players in. But unless you see them play, you just don't know. That's true. And but it's also I mean, the players are measured against their era, too. They're it is not true. always necessarily measured against who's in the Hall of Fame right now. And I guess their position, too. Yeah, they're, they're, me- they're measured against the people that they had to compete against at their position during their era. Well, second base has the fewest amount of inductees. Yeah. So when you're talking about somebody like uh, Biggio, you know, right. if, you, if you're not a fan of it, why is he? And, well, compared to other major league uh, second baseman in the Hall of Fame, he's comparable. Um, he also, doesn't Biggio have 3,000 hits? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he hits those so yeah, The man played like hits. seven positions. Sure. He played 18 years, something oh, yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, that's just an example. Yeah, his, but, I mean, his resume is not, not, absolutely. not even questionable. Yeah. But so I just it Reigns is the only one that kind of makes me ponder because he is a borderline Hall of Famer. Really, you think so? I think he is. Yeah, I, I do. I don't. He's a very good leadoff hitter, but I I just I don't like the way that they're portraying what it. He's de- certainly not Ricky Henderson. Let's put it no. that way. And they they played the same era, did they not? I mean, yeah. And honestly, I call I I th- I think that Lou Brock is the second greatest leadoff hitter behind Ricky. Yeah. Um, the but final score is 44 to Yes, the pa- the Packers are eliminated and the Falcons are going into <laughs> yeah, the game the has ended, <laughs> even though it actually ended at halftime. That yeah. is true. <laughs> so no, I don't think I, I don't. There's a reason why Reigns got in on its tenth year. Yeah. Like it, mm. it is an actual borderline thing. He's in. I'm not going to say he's not supposed to be. I can say right. I don't agree he should be in. Would, but hey, I don't have you a say vote. That this year. There's no um, there's no like slam dunks. Did you say euphemism I, from another? I don't sport. think that uh, like like last year was Ken Griffey Jr. and that was like that yeah. was somebody who obviously was well. Injured. I think Vlad Guerrero should have probably got in mm. on his first ballot. Uh, well, see, I, I I can understand both sides of the He's first gonna ballot make it next year. He's going to make it next year. Hoffman's going to make it next year. Finally, yeah, he should make it next year. Um, I just just when I'm looking I, and I have no, I can understand both sides of the people who are like he should. It doesn't matter if it's a first. If your first year of eligibility, yeah. or you know, maybe they shouldn't. Because no, I don't think Vlad was a slam dunk by any means, though. No. But I, but I think he was probably one of the best hitters of his era. Oh, absolutely, yeah. of his era, and, yeah. def- and also taking into account the defensive part of his game. Yeah, yeah, he I was think a complete that's a big part outfielder. Of it. Absolutely, <laughs> I think that's. And a he didn't use batting gloves either. That's got to count for a lot, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> um, and it, uh, unfortunately, the only real drawback to him is that he. For somebody as good as he was, he was almost lost in Los Angeles. He was a Angeles. very obscure player for very a long obscure. time to many people, yeah. I mean, playing, he went from Montreal to Los Angeles, and, but even in L.A., he just kind of got almost forgotten. Yeah. I guess because the fortunes kind of changed. In, in the, Angels are, are, the Angels are the smallest big market team in major league sports, in any sport, aren't it's they? It's absolutely I mean, like, true. They're like, they're literally the redhead stepchildren of, of <laughs> baseball. I mean, there's they're a very obscure team. You're not wrong. In the second biggest market in America. They probably have the best even player the first on their biggest team market right now. Too. Yeah. Oh, right now, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, yeah. There's a reason why they went from being California to Anaheim to then right. the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Of Anaheim. They're, they're, they've been looking for their identity for a long time. Um, speaking, I of love the, their movie though, Angels and Yankees. Yeah. It is an excellent <laughs> one. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so young. Um, speaking of. Uh, Changing names. Uh, the Raiders have um, put in papers for re- relocation to Las Vegas. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has been rumored will most likely happen uh, thanks to a um, a vote is all that's really needed. So Vegas goes from we're never going to get a sports team to now we have two major league sports teams in the same year. They do. <laughs> um, and because, look, not that football is uh, an obtainable ticket, but... You know, people are going to be in town. That I mean, the Golden Knights of uh, the NHL 
the Las mm-hmm. Vegas team. They're yeah. going to get people going. Like, hey, we're we happen to be in From town. From what I understand, which I, I I don't claim to be a maven of of the area or anything like that, but right. I think it's a nice it's a nice little football a uh, uh, hockey area. Excuse me. Like the people around that area in the Southwest actually really enjoy hockey. Oh yeah, I mean the Coyotes have yeah, been. Yeah, the Phoenix team draws really well. Like. Have been around for a while. Are they gonna? Yeah. Are, is, uh, are the Raiders gonna change their name? No, they're gonna be the Raiders. No, they're gonna be the Raiders. Now, was it how? Are they? Were they finding that even when they were doing so well this year, that their attendance was still a little, uh, well, a little softer? Were they? Uh, well, it's all about. We've had this discussion before. It's all about the stadium. Okay. In that yeah. you oh, want to yeah. draw people to an area. We were having a conversation earlier, and it's been talked about. Uh, if any outside of the New York, New Jersey area. Th- um, would know uh, MetLife Stadium, where the Jets and the Giants play, is kind of uh, simple in its design, yeah. and it's very it's very cold, aesthetically it's uninteresting. Corporate. It it's is, corporate. but that's what NFL stadiums are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they care about boxes. They care about access to all that stuff. Well, I feel like they're going to need to make the Las Vegas Stadium a show. It's got to be a show. Every weekend has to be a show. Because they're not going to have that consistent fan base. They're nope. going to have people that are coming in for the weekend. Mm-hmm. They're, maybe they're going to grab a 1 o'clock game on Sunday before their flight. And that's it. They're well, not really going to have a fan people, base. If, if there's people who are um, – I mean, the Raiders uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. They were playing in L.A. this year? Or no, Oakland. 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 They've been in Oakland for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. All right. Well, maybe you'll get some people from the L.A. area who um, – LA, LA and Las Vegas are not that far from, you know. No, no. They're, they're quick plane rides. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I'm saying, you know, you might still get some uh, some West Coast people. You'll get the diehards, but yeah. you're not going to. The Raiders have just been flirting with moving for as, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't they play in LA for a while? They did. They yeah. played yeah. Early, yep. late 80s, early 90s. Yep. Um, but they, it was all about the stadium. Mm-hmm. They well, left so Oakland. They, they went the from Oakland to LA, back to Oakland, and now they're going to, LA, right. or the to Las Vegas. Is, is the worst, one of the worst stadiums. In the oh, that's it is. Dumb. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it, it was a beautiful baseball stadium once upon a time. When in the early in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. 80s, to, even to mid, late the the top the peak of the um the Bash Brothers of Oakland yeah um and but they just wanted a new football stadium or at least they wanted to upgrade the facilities did um did you know Al Davis and all them yeah. so t- to use leverage they said well we're going to L A playing the Coliseum for a little while get a stadium and then while they were down there they were like well we're not gonna get a stadium and Al Davis was like, I'm out of here. And then that's why they built up that that. So now, so now I think their new stadium in Las Vegas is like sixty percent funded by a casino owner. I don't know the, um, the his casi- name off the top of my head. He's but. he's a very a very wealthy man, I'm sure, and he's yeah. also the kind of person who court, courts power politically. Yeah. I think even. he's pledged six hundred and fifty million for the new stadium. Yeah, and that's that's like just over half it's what the, they're going to spend it's on the it. The guy so. who owns the I think the Bellagio. Yeah, like if you heard his name, about oh, I've heard that. Yeah. Guy. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to have them go there. Um, Oakland wasn't going to get a new stadium for them, mm-hmm. and they couldn't really travel out too far from the city limits because then San Francisco, the 49ers, would say, like, well, we got Santa Clara, so why are you encroaching I, gotta, our I just feel for their fans. I mean, the Raiders have a good fan base. They may not necessarily always be good people. They're kind of <laughs> scary, but at least they really like their team, and they're really loyal. And But they're also national um, fan, yeah, it's okay, a national they, they, fan base. They are a big team. They, much they like are, the they're Cowboys, a they're a big brand. Much like the Steelers, yeah. much like uh, a lot of these teams. Packers. The Packers are national. Yeah. Um. So I I think they'll be fine. I yeah. mean, yeah, they'll be fine. It's just uh, I, I don't think they went into this without doing their homework. I I, no. I, I think they they know that they're going to be able to fill up that stadium, but 
I think a lot of it is just sticking it to Oakland and saying, look, we got our stadium. Uh, oh, too bad for you guys. We you got know? a stadium that doesn't have uh, um, fecal matter coming out of the <laughs> toilets. And we don't have to share it with a baseball team anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, and I've, That's yeah. the last one. That was the last one, right? No one else shares a, a stadium anymore, right? Uh, baseball to football, no. No. No, that's it. Because they're not conducive to each other. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No. no. Yeah. Not with, uh, as they call it, Mount Davis. Right. Or the Alps. Uh, <laughs> because if you ever see, it's just very high. And also, I mean, the football field would go across mm-hmm. and not home plate outfield. It would go right. third right. to first. Really, really interesting stuff, so. All right. Well, thanks, guys, very oh, much for joining you. me this week. Appreciate thank it. Thank you very much for um, So uh, good luck to your Patriots. Maybe. I don't know. Thank you. Um, Game should and... be starting very soon. And uh, we'll see everybody for the Super Bowl. So thanks very much, Andrew. Take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com. 